Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Now that heart is beating fast And that's the rhythm I can dance to I'm mighty glad I've got a chance to That one big heart that's beating fast Tomorrow morning let it rain Tomorrow morning let it pour Tonight we're in the groove together Ain't gonna worry about Stormy Gonna kick old trouble out the door. Welcome to Radical Australia on Community Radio 3CR, streaming live on 3cr.org.au. This program is podcast. If Asia knocks on the door, you have diarrhea, you need to breastfeed the brat, relax, it's podcast. 3cr.org.au. Your Highness, Royal Dowager, you're back. <laughs> Have you been travelling through your vast empires, checking on the serfs? <laughs> Not quite, no. Not I, had, quite. I had a family visit, and they're few and far between. As you oh. know, they're all in Queensland. So, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I was obliged to spend a bit of time with the old man. Well, that's, that's very commendable. You will go to heaven. I've decided today <laughs> you're going to heaven, Dale, for what you've done. Very commendable. I used to do that, but you know what happens as, as you get older? Hmm. Your parents die. Well, that's the thing. I figure, you know, there's no point in... There's things that we just have agreed to never speak yeah, about. Yep, yeah, well, <laughs> just for the sake goes. of, yep, you know, yep, keeping peace, it sweet. Right, yeah, keep you it know, sweet. Yeah. At the end of the day, you know what they say, you don't choose your parents, you choose your <laughs> friends. That's right. Now, this, we've got a young man here sitting here thinking we've all gone crazy. <laughs> Mr. Puya Kazemi. Is that correct? That's okay. What do I get out of ten? Four? Five? Nine? Nine! Oh! (laughs) That's very scary. I I only do Anglo-Saxon names (laughs) and and Italian names. The rest I'm piss weak. Now, we only asked two questions in this interview. All right. And you've got 55 minutes to answer them. That's good. But the first question only takes about ten seconds. Oh. Yes. (laughs) All right. Have you ever been in a canoe? In where? A canoe. In the, on the creek or the river, canoe? Oh, yes, 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 yes. You know what happens. You've got the person with the paddle and the yeah. person who's being paddled. Right. Now, think of yourself as sitting in a canoe, relaxing. We're going down the Yarra. Right. I've got a paddle, and I'll move it this way and that way. And that's what the questions will do. We'll move through your life, and we'll go right through it. Great. Yeah, well, yep. I hope it's great. I hope you're interested, <laughs> Puya, because, you know, I'm sick of boring people on this program. Not that we've ever had any. I'm trying not to be boring. boring. Yeah. All right. Just to acclimatise our listeners, um, what year were you born? All right. 1977. Uh, uh, I was born in 77. Yeah. You're just a young man. 77. Quite young. 40. Um, 41. In the middle, actually. In the middle. In the uh, middle of life. Yeah. At least 40 years, more 40 years. 40 years. Yeah. Well, you're looking, you look very healthy. I am, yeah. You look exceptionally healthy, yeah. <laughs> Thin, strong, eyes bright. 
Now, what's he doing here, Dale? We only have usually old people who've, <laughs> who've reached into their life. Oh, How come he's we're interviewing Puya? Oh, it's great to have someone who's bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what bright-eyed and bushy-tailed means? Not really. No. <laughs> Would you like yeah. to explain that Australianism to Puya? Because his first name is Puya. Gazemi. Maybe he wasn't born in this country, okay. eh? I wasn't. It just means filled with youthful exuberance. In other words, he's calling you a rabbit. No, I'm not. I'm saying you're <laughs> yeah, that's lively. What, that's where it comes from. Rabbits are lively. They're bushy-tailed, bright-eyed. They okay. run around everywhere. That's where the term comes from. Do I have to teach you everything, Dale? Probably. Sorry. We're, not, right. we're not married. It's I, okay. Yeah. We can argue. Okay. Now, so, 77. What's the first thing you remember about being on planet Earth? Have you got any childhood memories you can... Oh, childhood memories. Mm, early ones. To be honest, you know, my childhood memories are not so... They're actually bad memories because... Bad memories, yeah. Yes. Why is that? But they affect me a lot, and mm. then mm. I'm here because of that memories. Because I was... Um, when I was just two years old, I think, mm-hmm. a war started in Iran, right. between Iran and Iraq. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, there was a terrible time. We lived in close to the border. Which side? No. Uh, Iran, of course. Right. Yeah. I was, yes. I'm from Iran. Yes, yes. I didn't mention. Yes. Uh, so, and that was a horrible time in Iran history. And well, uh, over a million people died in two or three, uh, yes. less than two years, didn't they? Yes, yes. Mm. Like, yeah. But if you're talking about this eight years war, I don't have the exact numbers, but no. also. During the like revolution and yes. you know change the government and things that happen and yes. um, I have a very gloomy and dark memory actually. Mm. It's supposed to be you know more interesting, but the, you know, no, no, that, 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 that is that interesting like because look, every memory is important, whether it's gloomy or dark or happy. Yeah. That's what makes us. That's right. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, that was as I said, it was very important for me to that have that experience and some other like life experience that makes me think about you know peace and justice and things like that because um, I don't like to say I was a victim but um, I was somebody that had this problem you know suffering from injustice suffering from discrimination mm-hmm. um, because uh, yeah my family uh, they didn't believe in uh, what the government asked people to believe and mm-hmm. somehow there was always problem, but in terms of my first memories, I'll just give you some, yes. some uh, mm. indication. But what was my memory? For, for example, I remember that there was bombardment, like I was four years old, and I remember that. Uh, this is one thing that is very strange that I can't forget because at that time I didn't actually know that what is going on. But these airplanes and things uh, that I saw uh, in the sky, I was thinking it's a beautiful thing, but then. Next day, my mother wasn't home, and yeah, she come back crying. And the next day, they show the corpse because they uh, they um, uh, hit ten kilometers a village, ten yes. kilometers from our our town. Right. And yeah, so like this kind of memories, you know, like I was in the basement, my mom was crying, it was dark, and we were like, because there was bombardment and things like that. Of course, we had a nice time as well as a child, but generally speaking, the first uh, years of my life, until like six years when we went up to North Iran, which was more safe, uh, was like lots of, mm-hmm. <laughs> lots of dark memory. Yeah, now, talking to, about your family, um, 
Dat is je man, je vader. Ja. Just one brother. One brother. brother. Yeah. So it's an older brother, you, your mother and father. Yeah. And uh, are your parents still alive? Yes, they are. Yeah. And they're here or in Iran? They're here. Yeah. They're here. And how about your older brother? Uh, how old is he? No, no. Where, uh, where he, is he now? He, he, he lives in here too. He lives here. Yeah. So... When you said you weren't, your family was at loggerheads or disputes okay. with the government, was this a religious dispute, yes, political? Yes, it, it was a religious. What, what was the religious issues? Uh, they are Baha'is. Right. Uh, this, Could this you explain thing. to people what a Baha'i is? All right. Um, Baha'i religion is a quite new religion, originally from Iran, and I don't consider myself religious much anymore but that was the family mm, the family uh, just to explain yeah, to us yeah, what the religion is yeah. they, they also yeah, they kind of modern religion and they're trying to explain everything more rationally also they have some good principles uh, like you know peace and uh, mm. uh, like unity between humans and things but my problem is uh, always been how to get to these principles how to get to this I mean mm to these goals. Is it the religion can help us and uh, or uh, we need some more activity, like political activity, not mm. by like teaching people to be good. Yes. Maybe it's not enough. You know, so, but yeah, that was the main reason that my family uh, always have, like, you know, my parents and some family were in jail and... Uh, so what, your parents put in jail? No, no, not my parents, but some other members, but my, my mother was uh, under... Uh, they wanted to arrest her, and then... Uh, this, this is because you were Baha'i? Yeah, because of the religion. So you... you had this, oh, I think it's only about, what, about 100 years old, the Baha'i uh, religion? Like now it's like more, it's more. 180 years. Kind yeah, of, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so it was a, it's basically a combination of different religious face with some science put in? Yes, yes. Yeah. I can put it that way, yes. Yeah, it's a little yes. bit like Christian scientists, which are a funny kind of... Well, I won't say um, funny, but they're different yeah. from a Christian sect, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. how did that affect you being Baha'i in Iran, which at that stage was turning into a Muslim fundamentalist... Well, a Muslim theocracy. How did that affect you on the ground? How did it affect your family? Okay, um, yeah, um, as I said, there was lots of uh, persecution, mm. they, uh, the government, uh, uh, my parents, both of them working uh, the, like in office, uh, mm -hmm. they do the uh, government job, but after the revolution, they said the government uh, give them these things to choose between being Baha'i or continue uh, working, so... Uh, they lost their job because they wanted to stay under beliefs, and uh, to me, as I said, maybe I'm not I'm not religious mm. anymore. But to me, the thing was uh, this discrimination that I experience makes me uh, makes me kind of sensitive. Did, did you did did you experience this in school in Iran? Yeah, in a school. Um, I mean, like in a school. Usually, um, my classmates, they were very friendly to me, but uh, usually, I mean, like, mm. not always, but uh, their teachers and principals, and, you know, they, they always uh, uh, discriminate against me or somehow remind me that I am not Muslim. <laughs> right. <laughs> I put it this way, you know. Simple, yeah. yeah. You're not really one of us. 
Yes. Well, yes. How long had your family lived in this part of Iran? Um, I don't know how long exactly they lived, but it was like five years after I, I was born. But I think before that they lived in that north of Iran, I mean uh, west of Iran, mm. for like maybe six years before me. Yes. Like and years. your grandparents, they lived in that area too? Yes. yes. And, their, mm. and their parents, you think? So your family, I'm just saying your extended yeah, family yes. was part of that. Yes. Of yes. Iran. Yeah. It's yeah. not as if you just migrated there. No, at that time, no. Mm. But mm. then, uh, almost all of them left Iran. Mm. So you said you moved to northern Iran, is that correct? Yes, yes. When you were six? Uh, yeah. And why, why did your parents decide to do that? At, the, at that time, north was the safest uh, area in Iran because mm. the capital city, Tehran, was uh, under attack. Uh, and we live in a border near the border, I mean, yes. like near the Iraq border, and then so there was this bombardment and uh, lots of uh, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't very uh, safe. So north was the safest place because it was too far and uh, because there was mountain and you know they they mm. didn't. Did, did, you, have, did you, have, you have relatives there you went to live with? Or? Uh, that time before. Uh, before we leave uh, that area, yes, my uh, grandparents, they uh, went, uh, they, they lived there before us. Before they they us. left, yeah, yes. they left, they, they, they actually lived there, they, used to, they, they weren't very close to us, but then they left, they went to north, and then we decided to, to, to join them, them yeah, follow right. them, yeah. And, and, and uh, did you continue your schooling there? Yes, yes. Yeah. Right. Did you finish, did that finish primary school in Iran? Uh Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Mm. I study. Uh, I live in different city in north of Iran, mm. and then yeah, I finished my primary school and yeah. Mm. Did you did you start secondary school in Iran? Yes, yeah. And so you were still allowed to go to school at that stage. Yes, I was, but you know, uh, they don't let you to go to. You can study until you know, finish your high school, but after that. No, they don't allow, Baha'is are not allowed to go to the university uh, at that time. Right. Now it's a little bit changed, but, you know, some, it's not perfect, but it's uh, some of the subject you can, you know, so some of the, mm. but not, not very. Uh, so did, did you finish high school? Yes. In Iran? Yeah. Right. How old were you when you finished? Ah. That's a hard question because I finish. <laughs> they huh. usually finish at eight, uh, eighteen, but yes. I finish at twenty. Twenty for some reason. Yeah, don't ask me why. But I won't ask you why. <laughs> I wasn't very. Uh, yeah. Anyway, you yeah. Didn't, you didn't apply yourself. Yeah. 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 But you did finish. I finished. Yeah. Somehow yeah. I managed. Somehow to finish. <laughs> so you're twenty. You, you can't. You finished high school. You're living in northern Iran. So this will be ninety-seven now. Around yeah. ninety-six, ninety-seven. And uh, what's your future looking like? Ah, very uh, gloomy again because uh, because um, you know it's like you, I couldn't do whatever I want, mm -hmm. and uh, I didn't. I couldn't go to university. I couldn't uh, uh, like do government job, and my father wasn't rich. Uh, I was doing alright, but not rich. Um, mm. So I couldn't, I didn't have any, like, future. Yeah, you know, I was like, very confusing, very, you know, like, and my parents, my brother, they asked me to 
uh, you know, leave Iran, but they already, they were uh, in... Uh, well, they had left already, had they left? Yes, yes. Yeah, when, did they, when did they leave? A uh, different time. I have a very big family, extended mm. family. Uh, they left, I think the first one was my... my uh, uncle who mm. my mom's uh, mm. brother who I think left more than 35 years ago right so it contacts here so, so your parents left so yeah. your parents uh, obviously um, they left before you yeah my parents now we no. come together together yeah. so so did you uh, what did you, you apply as refugees from Iran or did you go out of Iran to a refugee camp okay now what happened was uh, I went to, um, I went to Turkey. Yes. And, the, you know. Did you did you have the right documents to go to Turkey? Yes, 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 yes. Right. Because right. it was changed before, like, two years before I, I left Iran. Yes. Uh, until that time, uh, Baha'is they were not allowed to travel, get yes. their travel outside mm. Iran. But they changed, and so we have. Uh, uh, passport mm-hmm. so we left uh, it takes three days because we went with the bus mm-hmm. uh, from Iran and that was a very emotional time because um, you don't know when it's going to be the last time uh, you know next time that you can come back can you can you see this country again or not mm-hmm. like you have three days you lived in this country for like uh, 25 20 I mean, like, yeah, for 20 plus years, mm. and then you have to leave. And uh, yeah, I was trying to look everywhere and remember everything because this path we used, some city I've never been there. So, mm. um, what do you? Know. Is there anything that sticks in your in your mind that you saw or during that journey, that three day journey? Something that comes back to your mind? Some feature of the landscape or the people or yeah um i remember that uh, there was a city called zanjan i never been there and when i you know the bus stop mm. so we went to a restaurant and uh, like have a meal or yes. whatever and uh, so i was looking around and i felt like I don't want to go. Like I want to stay here. <laughs> right. You know, that's my yeah. country. Why I should go? Yeah. Uh, you know, because I'm not nationalist, but you have a feeling about your country, and it's uh, it's not like nationalism. I I don't have any problem with any countries, but the fact that I had to go, mm-hmm. and it's not choice. Mm-hmm. You know, and then uh, it's just not very nice. I think this is a feeling that all of the refugees have, all of the mm. migrants have, because yeah. they have to leave. Mm. And even though, like, they probably have a better situation in terms of, like, mm, uh, you know, I can study here and everything, yes. but um, but you still feel like you have to. So I was, when, when I get out of the things, then after, like, half an hour or something, one hour or something, mm. we have to uh, get back on the bus, I just didn't want to, like, mm. that's my country, where, where I'm going, like, you know, yeah. and this is, I've never been there, I want to see the place, and, uh, yeah, that was, that was one of the things that I remember, and the last, when we left Iran, and I was looking at this uh, border, 
uh, you know, we have to go to a corridor and there was a small room and one side it was Turkey, Turkey's uh, uh, mm-hmm. flag and things. The other side was Iran's. And I was thinking, why we need so many, why we have so many borders? Like, mm. why we need all of that? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> this is like a land. If yes. it wasn't that thing, yeah. there was no difference between here and there. Right, right. You know? Yeah. And yeah, but the moment that I left, was, I was in another country. Yeah. You know? So how long did you spend in Turkey? Uh, one and a half year. One half, what, yeah. in, uh, what, in private accommodation or a camp or? Yeah, no, it was a private. Right, yeah, so private. one and a half years, okay. And what, that was just waiting? Uh, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, and what, your family was finally accepted as refugees to Australia? Yes, yes. Uh, it was quite easy for us because we had family here, they yes. support us. And, and obviously you're a persecuted minority, everybody yes. knew what was happening yes, to Because yes. some were, people were executed, others were jailed. That's right, that's yeah. right. Yeah, property confiscated, so. Yeah. It was, you know. Uh, so, when did you arrive in Australia? It was uh, in. 2002. 2002. Yeah, it was, I think, uh, September. September. Yeah. And where did you arrive? Uh, in Melbourne. In Melbourne. Yeah. What's the first thing you remember when you got out of the airport? Is there anything that struck you about being in Melbourne? Yeah, I think it was quite dark. It was in the in night, so mm. I didn't see the landscape or anything. But yeah, yeah, of course, family were waiting, and yeah. I was excited to see them. Mm. Uh, some of them, it was many years I haven't, you know, like I was time. children when yes. they left, and yes. uh, and yeah, my brother after many years, and uh, uh, I saw him, and but you know, my feeling was quite. Okay, you know, just like, you know, coming to a new country mm-hmm. and uh, and mm-hmm. that's and then like it was the journey is over yeah. and I'm here. So I have to concentrate right. on my life. Yeah, right. Well, you're 25, 24, 25, new start. Yeah. So what was life like for you in the first few years? Um. yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. I can say it was easy. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. What happened? I have uh, actually some problems with in family, and uh, mm-hmm. it's very well. You don't have to. Yeah, no, I don't. But I there, don't were fam- there were family issues. Yes, yeah, some family issues. And so, uh, so what? You left the family, did you? Uh, no, not not for a while. I was living with them. Mm. I left later. I, I live in different uh, mm. uh, places, but and I'm back again. I'm living with them. Until I finish what I say, but at that time there were some issues, and you know, just mm. like um, new country, mm. I was a little bit confused. After some times, I find that this country is not as good as <laughs> you know. I think it's not the promised land. It does. It no, does. No, 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 because not for you anyway. Yeah, you know, like, I think sometimes if you are very critical, yes. some people just enjoying, like, oh, yeah, this country is very free, you know, you uh, can't yeah. can have girlfriend, nobody gonna, you know, like, uh, uh, yeah. stop you, things yeah. like that, but yeah. it wasn't, like, what I was here yeah. or why I'm living, like, so it so was that, like, yeah. yeah. So what did you do? Did you try to go to university? Did you, or you're doing mainly English? Yeah, or? I started to study English uh, a few years, and uh, then... Uh, 
was in 2007 that uh, I always liked art, so mm-hmm. I decided to study art, mm-hmm. visual art in RMIT. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I study visual art. I quite enjoy it, but at that time I was very depressed, uh, and uh, I I was depressed. I can yeah, I can tell I was depressed, and this like. Three four years, I was a very, I had a very quite yes sad, and I yeah I was very sad and depressed at that time. Mm-hmm. But being in art school was quite interesting because you see creative people mm-hmm. and uh, you learn about art. And mm-hmm. but I was quite uh, you know lonely. I was. I was doing my stuff. I wasn't very involved in people. Mm. I was a uh, time. There was time that I was very sad and. So you're um, thirty. You're thirty now. Uh, yeah, almost, you're, you're yeah. You're RMIT doing a visual arts course. I was. Uh, but yeah. you've got very few contacts. You've got family issues. Yeah. You're having trouble being part of the country. Things aren't what you believed they were going to be. Yes. Also, I was uh, bashed by cops. Uh, right. Yeah, I was bashed. Uh, <laughs> when did this happen? All right, that's again. That's a quite. All right, story. look. Let's no, no, no. I tell you. I tell no, you. no. What I'll do is I'll let you have a drink of water, and I'll just do a community okay. announcement. You just relax. It's four twenty-eight. This is Radical Australian Community Radio Three CR streaming live on Three CR dot org dot au. We are interviewing in a pleasant way. Puya, we're not playing. Are you playing good cop or bad cop today, Dale? Uh, we're both nice cops. Okay, that's good. So we're police. Did, did <laughs> we tell like, you we that? <laughs> we didn't tell you this, did Fantasy. we, Paul? You? No, no, it's all right. You know, you're friends. Okay, yeah. It's okay. You can tell us. All right. No, no, no. No, no, no. no, no. Usually, look, Paul, you, look, okay. I, I, don't, I don't want to kind of upset you, but no. usually I've been bashed by police, and yep. there was a good reason for them to bash me, and I, and, I, and I accepted that. Now, what were you doing? Okay. All right. It was, I think... Uh, uh, I was like just one year I was here one year first year yeah yeah yeah, yeah. first year that was I think like a welcome yeah. <laughs> you're welcome like, so um, what happened I was uh, yeah I had a very bad day I was sad I was uh, very depressed and uh, uh-huh. I catch uh, tram mm-hmm. and it's happened that I didn't have the valid ticket ah Criminal. He didn't have a valid ticket, Dave. <laughs> he did not have a valid ticket. Yeah. And then what happened was this inspectors came yes. and asked me some questions. Yeah. And then because uh, my English wasn't the like, best, good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I couldn't identify myself. I was like problem with the, my date of birth and yeah. things like that. I yeah. said, I'm not sure if it's 8th of the 9th or 9th of the 8th, something like that. And yeah. I couldn't actually talk about this. I think they thought I'm a, at that time, some refugees uh, like uh, uh, escaped from uh, things yeah. and they were in community. And I thought they, they, they believed I'm a, uh, I can't identify myself, something wrong or something. Yeah. Anyway, they called the cops. And... I was so angry about the whole thing because the cops came here and asked me a stupid question like uh, they asked me if I have ever been in jail and I was like you know they probably yeah. wanted to know if I was in detention center and yeah. I said no never and then they asked me are you sure I'm like you know why you can't uh, identify yourself and imagine I'm just new in Australia even yeah. some of the words that they sing I don't understand I don't you know I wasn't uh-huh. quite sure if I understand or not but the whole thing was making me so angry that uh, 
They said you have to come to station. I was started to little bit arguing with yes, them. Yes. So and you know, a little bit loud. I get a little bit loud and say, well, "What are you doing? I haven't done anything." You know, if I if you have to, uh, you know, uh, charge me, just charge yeah. me. You know, yeah. what's going on? And they said, "No, you have to come to the police station." So when I start to argue with them, they one of them push me in the ground. And uh, yeah, just they two of them like attacking uh, yeah. me and then handcuffed, handcuffed me. Yeah, yeah they took, it to the station. took him, took me to the station, yeah. and yeah, and they made just you a cup of tea and gave you some biscuits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Were you charged with anything? Yes. Yeah, so you, did you face any charges, or did they let you go? Uh, they let me go, uh, but uh, you know I was bruised and things. But you were bruised. Said, yeah, Where bruised were you bruised? Yeah, my face, my head, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. Did you make any official complaint, or you decided I, just to let it go? I did, but uh, I don't know if it was a good idea because it doesn't, it doesn't go anywhere. That's right. You know, but uh, yeah, yeah. I'm happy that at least I did it, and yeah. I think even if it doesn't go anything, and the cops are uh, judging another cops, yeah. still. Yeah. We should do it. Yes. I don't know. Maybe yeah. we can do other things, campaigning against the police violence too. Mm. But I think it's a good idea to have to do that. To, to do, do that, that too. To yeah. So just so you, you did know. make the official complaint. Yes. yes. But you weren't charged with any offence. Uh, oh, actually, I think I did. I think yeah, they charged me too for. Usually it's resisting arrest. Yes, yes, yeah. something like that. I can't exactly. Yeah, yeah, but you're right. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 charged me, but. Yeah. Yes. Um, but that finished. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you are at MIT doing visual arts. You specialise in anything in visual arts? Uh, yeah, we do. Uh, my speciality was uh, uh, painting. Painting? Uh, what? Painting. Uh, oil? Water? Yeah, I usually at that time I was doing oil, but now I... Uh, I use acrylic mainly. Acrylics mainly. Acrylic, yeah. yeah. Oil is very expensive, obviously. It's expensive, and yeah, yeah it's, uh, it's acrylic is more flexible and yeah. uh, faster to dry. It is yeah. faster, yeah. Yeah, you must be looking commercially then if you go into acrylics. If you're yeah. a real artist, you'd stick to oils. Yeah, I uh, know, but uh, yeah. I don't know, I think. Yeah. Um, see, see, Dale's not happy with my line of questioning. No, 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 no that's look, look, no, this, look, this is between no, no, artists no, no, no. here, all right, Dale? Okay. <laughs> I, I, I carve flesh. <laughs> he carves oils, all right? We're yeah, artists. Um, yeah, I just, I just uh, do acrylic. You know, all right. So, uh, what was life like like at RMIT? Did you finish the course? Yes, I did, but uh, uh, again, yeah, a little bit late because uh, that uh, encounter with uh, uh, mental health happened. So hang, on, hang, on, hang on, hang on, let's go one step. Okay. Now, you had an encounter with mental health services. Yes, yes, yes. So, what did you do to draw attention to yourself? All right, yeah. What did you do? What okay. horrible thing did you do? Okay. <laughs> right. According to them... According to them, right. Yeah, God is talking to me. All right. Well, you tell us what did you did okay. according I, to you. I did. Okay. All right. Forget about what they said. Okay. We're interviewing you, Puya. Right. Right. We're not interviewing... Okay. We're interviewing so. Puya Kazemi. We're not interviewing them. All okay. right? So, okay. what did you do to draw attention to yourself? Okay, yeah, um... I have to just tell a little bit about my situation at yes, that time. Yes. I was, uh, I was, well, as I said, I was very depressed, and uh, I was in a socialist organization, and mm-hmm. 
We um, forgive you. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I was doing some activity with this group, and I was uh. a little bit disagreeing with them. It was like a crisis for me. Like you know, where yeah. I'm going? Is that the correct way? Is that uh, uh, do I have to you know mm. uh, follow this way or yeah. do the activity or not? And some other stuff and too many things at the same time and right. lots of pressure on me. Mm. And then I was t- uh, active in. Uh, uh, in uh, um, refugees, right? Uh, so involved in, the refu- in, in refugees. Yes, uh, refugees, right? Uh, well, obviously, you'd be, you'd be the perfect activist, knowing what it's like. <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. But then, uh, yeah, I was. Uh, well, I was. I had a feeling that you know this thing is not going to be solved, and uh, they. Well, you're right, isn't it? It's 2018. They're still not solved. still not solved, and yeah. yeah, it's getting worse, and That's people right. dying there. Yes, and yes, yes. I was very thinking about this issue that I'm here, but these people are there. But the sad things was many Iranian around me. They didn't care, and that makes me like. Uh, right. Why you don't care? You know, everybody wants so to live and be happy and everything. Yeah, so once everybody's got their permanent residence and citizenship, yep, you, you just forget it. You just forget it. You forget, forget where you come from. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And well, yeah, you you weren't willing to do that. I was willing to do something. No, so you're willing to? You weren't willing to forget? No, I won't. No, no. no did you have your permanent residence by then? By then, yes. yes. And then you had your citizenship by then. Uh, yes, yes, I had the citizenship. Fortunate man, fortunate yeah. man. But again, I didn't get my citizenship at time because uh. of that incident. That that because cops bashed me. Yes. Then they said it was my fault. I was the one that did the right wrong things. Yes. So I don't know. You didn't have a valid ticket. That that's a capital crime. <laughs> like, yeah. You get so shot for that in Melbourne. I received a letter that you have to wait another two years. Yes. But yes. finally I got it. And yeah. what uh, year did you get your uh, it was I think two thousand seven actually. Right. So yeah. did, did you had your citizenship, this is important, before you got involved with the mental health. That's system. right. Good. That's right. Okay. Because yeah. that, that's a that's a very important point, isn't it? It is. It because is, you could have it. found yourself back in Iran, although they wouldn't accept you, would they? Oh, I didn't have no idea. No. Happened All right. So, so what happened? Mm-hmm. You're under a lot of stress. You're with the socialist organisation. You're an activist. You're doing your arts course. You want to, you know, you feel for refugees. You know, you see them as your brothers and sisters, and you want to help. So, what did you do? Yeah, in this like complicated uh, situation and lots of pressure from different ways and. Lots of you know things mm. that was happening, and this refugee thing didn't leave me alone. And this fact that why everybody so you know this conformity of the society and mm. the, the some organization doesn't want to get involved anymore, and all of this you know pressure mm. and this mm. crisis, uh, one after others, and personal things, and all of these things makes me very nervous, very you know sad, very depressed. But one day I said to myself, I'm going to do something about it. And as an individual, I have to pay, make people to, you know... You need to take a stand and make people look. Look at the issue, yes. Yeah. So I take uh, uh, one uh, uh, spray paint. No, you're an artist. That's, that's okay. You've got a spray <laughs> You're an artist. Yes. Oh, I now it's law is, uh, law is changed. And it's yeah. like, you know, but at that time it wasn't a crime to have but uh, so what did you do with this spray paint yeah I went to Melbourne University and write some graffiti Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. about refugees that's almost as bad as not having a valid ticket you understand that this this could cause trouble (laughs) so what happened 
Um, yeah, I write this thing around the... What, what did you write? What did you write? Um, stop torturing. And I wrote mainly stop torturing and few, like, free the refugee. So, so nothing, nothing obscene. No, no, no just, just that was that was what I. What color was the spray paint? Do you remember? I think it was black. Black, that's yeah. not very good red. color. All red. I think I think it was yeah. If I, if I, if I, it was black. Black. If it's important, yeah, it oh. was black. No, no. It's not important, but yeah. it, 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 looking at Melbourne University, it's not going to make much difference to it if it's black spray paint, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah but because they're pretty dull. Great place. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. right. Yeah. That's so, right. so you're enjoying yourself. You're putting up. You know, you've been making a serious political stand. So, what happens? Yeah. Then uh, I write it in like very quick. I write eight plates in the in you know the uh, if you've been there, you know the area for the student union. Yes. I wrote in the corridor. I wrote yes. in the toilet and yes. some other in the and then I came I came down to to the main. Uh, Yard and mm. I started writing and suddenly I found that three men uh, uh, like uh, this um, uh, securities nice. from three sides attacking me and I tried to like to escape I didn't try to attack any of them no. I had this spray but I didn't try to like you know yeah, spray right. on their eyes or anything like that crazy like that I just tried to escape mm. but they pushed me on the ground and and they called the cops, and cops uh, arrived quite uh, quickly. They mm. arrived like after five minutes or something. And I was on the ground. I was like, "Let me go! Let me go! Why are you doing this?" And or nothing, thing like that. Mm. And the cops arrived, and they, yeah, they just the only things that they asked me was uh, if I'm on drug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you know, I don't know why they asked that, but yeah, yeah. I think I know because yeah, because they wanted to yeah. inject me. They already knew what they're doing, uh, so they wanted to know if I'm in any drug. Which of course I said no. This is in the this is at Melbourne University in the yes, quadrangle, yes, right? Yes, so the security guards are there. They restrain you. The police have arrived. Do you remember how many police arrived? Two. Two. And what happened next? Yeah, there was two cops. One. Uh, uh, female and one male, mm. and then they, yeah, they uh, handcuffed me. Mm. They handcuffed me, yes. Um, and I was already like my hand, this uh, was in the back, yeah, right in the back, and this mm. one of the security guard, the big one, was uh, mm. you know sitting on me almost. Mm. And then they handcuffed me, and strangely, they called the ambulance, right, and. I was like, oh yeah, how they they nice, you know, because my face was <laughs> bleeding. Bleeding. I right. was like, okay, they care about me. Right. Uh, <laughs> that's strange. Like, yeah, but then I was after like very quick actually. The, uh, the ambulance the arrived. Ambulance arrived, and I was inside the ambulance, mm. but there was no paramedic. Yeah, there was no. No paramedic in no the back. No paramedic in the right. Only two cops. Right. And I was there, handcuffed, and I was inside the ambulance. Mm. And I was like, what's going on? You know, if why ambulance? Mm. What's, what's happening? And yes, we arrived to a hospital. Um, and then I met a guy, 
quite, you know, like big guy and uh, very angry look and shaved ha- head and yeah, very big actually, very tall and big mm-hmm. and very looks very angry. And the first thing that I saw was like, oh, who's this guy? He doesn't look very nice, you know, like, he mm-hmm. doesn't look like somebody that's going to take care of me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, and uh, I went there and this guy said to me that you have to stay here because you are schizophrenic and mm-hmm. you believe that God is talking to you. Mm-hmm. In the old days, you'd be a prophet. Exactly. That's right. Yeah, yeah days you'd like, be a prophet. Yeah. God's talking to you, and yeah. if you write it down, oh, <laughs> yeah, you'd like, be immortalized in the yeah. Quran, in, in, in the Bible, in the Torah. I was like, you're a yeah. prophet. Exactly. Like you. Yeah, but okay. now, now, but this is the 21st century. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. so that's basically saying you've got a major psychiatric disorder. <laughs> yeah. That's you, now, this, this is important. Mm-hmm. Did you have any? I know you've been depressed for a long time, yeah. but did you actually have any past history of? been diagnosed as having a psychiatric disorder? Not any psychiatric disorder. Nothing. No. You had no past history? No, but... You no know, record at this hospital? Depression. Yes, but no record at this hospital? No. So they just said you're a schizophrenic, basically. No, yeah, yeah. They just said it and they just said... So what happened next? I was trying to make joke about the whole thing and right. saying that, you know, oh, yeah, God is talking to me. Yeah. Please don't talk. Right now, God is talking. And this guy was looking at me very serious. And then I, was, I said that God telling me this guy is not a nice man and mm. be careful and this and that. And I think I jokingly I said that, uh, yeah, like, God is uh, telling me that... I take something like jokingly about yeah. like my powers and things like that, and our whole whole time I was trying to mm-hmm. make joke about the whole thing. So you've been in Australia. Yes. That's that. how we most Australians with a bit of humour, you know. You mm-hmm. thought, here yeah. I am, I'm in hospital. They said I'm a schizophrenic. I might as well play along. <laughs> That's right. right. Yeah. So that what happened eventually? Did they let yeah. you go? No. What? No, what? what? Yeah. They didn't let you go. No, you know. What happened then next? God is talking to you. It's, it's a serious thing, huh? Yeah, right. It yeah. is serious. Yeah. yeah. Especially if I eat. you could start a new religion. Could yeah, be like serious. You know, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, they. Okay. Yeah. When I find that this is more serious than I think, when, mm. when, when he said that, he said that you have to stay here and we're uh. going to inject you with something. Uh-huh. And this guy said to me, I said that, uh, can I refuse? Mm. And he looked to me and with a disgusting look and said, no, the only thing that you choose is if you want this injection in your arm or your bum. Right. You know, like a very... How long have you been in hospital by then? Do you remember? At that time, I escaped, actually. Um, you escaped the first time? I escaped the first time. I wasn't in the hospital, actually, for a long time. Right. Any time I get there, it was a short so, time. So, so, so how, come, how come you were brought back? Uh, you're talking about... You escaped the first time. Yes. You, yes. D- you, done, the, you done the graffiti, and yeah. you went to hospital, and you disappeared. Yes. So how did they find you? What happened? Okay, I tell you. What happened was, they... That night, after this mm. conversation, they took mm. me to a to a room, mm. and they uh, not injecting me, but there was a, like a what they call this thing cannula, can, yeah, yeah, in yeah. my in my arm, and I put the injection, yeah, in there. and it was yeah. like a big things there, yeah, drip, yeah, and I suddenly like it was very quick, mm. I slept, mm. I can't remember anything, right. The only thing after that I remember was mm. I 
sit down. I take this thing off. Mm. I was uh, in the corridor. Mm. And the next thing I remember is I was calling my friend, mm-hmm. my comrades. Mm. And I spent my night there. Mm. And they came to my house. They talked to my parents. They said he's dangerous and come back. He has to come back for mm. more uh, treatment. Yeah. Treatment or more, you know, the mm. uh, doctors have to it's look, right. at, look at. That's my job. I look at the clock. It's okay. <laughs> look at uh, his uh, yeah. mental situation. Then I come back next time, next day. I talk to them and they couldn't find anything uh, that they were looking. Right, like I talked right. with the doctor the first yes. time because yes. before that I didn't even talk to doctor. I didn't know who is this guy. It wasn't mm. like so. You hadn't seen any medical staff before that. Uh, this no. could have been a psychiatric nurse, was it? Mm, probably, but yeah, probably they, they did it, what's called a triage. You know, you come in, yeah, you're seen by a psychiatric nurse, then they decide which which stream uh, to put you in. All right, what did your parents think? Did they think you had a psychiatric disorder? Uh, no, they were like they knew. They thought that I'm. I'm I'm well, but uh, mm. they were not sure because I was like talking to them. They knew, mm. they knew that I'm not mm. well, but they never because they knew that I was always telling that I never told you that mm. God is talking to me or something right. like that. So, 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 how long did you were you in the system, the psychiatric system? I wasn't involuntary, by the way. I told you before. You would have been vo- no, involuntary. I, I wasn't. I was voluntary. I was you voluntary? Yes, yes, because they couldn't. For some reason, they thought actually I am, but they check and find that I am not. I was for a while, but uh, I can't know it's like three, four years. So uh, you're under treatment for three or four years mm-hmm. as a voluntary patient. It was, yeah, they call it voluntary, but it wasn't actually voluntary. Didn't you didn't agree to the treatment. No, no, I don't know. So what, what, what was it? Court order? Did the court order you to have injections every three or four ma- uh, weeks? No, no. You never wasn't. got to that stage where no, you had no. injections every three to four. No. No, right. but at the same time, mm-hmm. they, if I wouldn't take my medication, they mm-hmm. were there. They cut team, team and they would. Yeah. Right. They were like forced me. But well, had, had, were you threatening people? Um. Okay. The day after that mm-hmm. uh, first uh, exam examination mm-hmm. with the doctor mm-hmm. or nurse, uh, they said you okay. But after that, I start to have some. Uh, Strange uh, things, strange mm, uh, mm. Uh, like a hallucination mm. and things like that. And then uh, God, no, God no, mm. knows. God knows. What yeah. was that? Yeah. Uh, why was that? So mm. I started to get a little bit. I can say before that, because of all of these things, I was a little bit paranoid about people. Not yes. paranoid, but I no, was like... I understand. A little bit suspicious, you know, yeah. suspicious about things. But after that, I started... I think it was the injection mm. that makes me more paranoid mm. and yes. makes me... Mm. And it's a crazy thing. Maybe mm. some people don't mm. believe it. Mm. But later, when I asked people to give me the thing, asked them mm. to give me my record, mm. they said that they give me five milligram mm. of something uh, sedative. Mm. But that... That me- that medication is actually, if it's more than five, because I did the research, mm. if you have the more than mm. Uh, mm. Th- that particular dose, it can yeah. make so you how, how long paranoid and all yeah. that. So how long did you, were you under psychiatric care for? I was like, yes, uh, four years. Four years. So the, what, yeah. that finished in 2011, 2012? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. How's your life been since? 
Much better because I get rid of them and <laughs> yeah, you know. I, I'm, I'm being serious. That's why yeah, I'm laughing. No. Yeah. No, no, it's it's it's, 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 it's a serious real. issue. I know. I know. No, That's what happens to a lot of people. I feel yeah, better. Like, I feel better because I help myself. I'm not saying. How did you, know, you help yourself? Okay, I study art therapy. I use art a lot mm. for helping myself mm. because at that year I couldn't finish my study, but they can come back. I use the. Lots of art to help myself. Mm -hmm. Just doing action painting, like showing my feeling mm -hmm. by dropping uh, paints and things like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I make a mess actually. My school always like <laughs> around me was things and mm -hmm. well, some you think, of you the. Think, you think you think Mr. Pollock? Did you? <laughs> yes, yes, kind <laughs> of. Yeah, yeah. Like I feel like you know I'm uh, Pollock and uh, and uh, lots of you know splashing paint and things. And also I study. Uh, art therapy, I did meditation. What type of meditation? Uh, just like for relaxing. Like relaxing uh, meditation. I don't know what exactly no, they call no, it. Like, you no, know, no, it's fine. Relaxing meditation. Yeah, just for relaxing. Right. And uh, lots of other things that are just trying to be uh, positive and trying to be more. I think it wasn't necessary that I had that experience. You know, it was a bad experience, and I'm really better now, not because of the medication that I take. Mm. Uh, because I was like in four years, I had, yeah, in one year, in first one year, I had three different, uh, three different diagnoses. Yes. It was like they didn't want to let me go. I That's was, right. Yeah, I was a schizophrenic. Um, I was bipolar, uh, manic depressive. Yeah, yeah, like everything, everything. everything. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You're lucky man. I, I get out of these things, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you, you still take regular medications? No. No. I, I so when did the medication stop? Oh, five, six. Five or six, six years, years ago. Yeah. And have you finished your course? Um, yeah, I finished my uh, fine art course. Fine yeah. art course. And then I study art therapy. I didn't finish that one, mm -hmm. but uh, I, I had enough to, you know, like, I studied, like, I did lots of self-study. I really believe in self-study. Yeah. So now I'm, um, again, studying uh, uh, counseling. Counseling, right. And I want to well, you'd be combine perfect. it with art. To well, you'd be, you'd be perfect. Yeah, I have experience, you know. Exactly. I have experience of both sides. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. and I hope that I can really help people with, uh, mm. you know, really help them, not by medication mm. but uh, other things mm. because you know this is I believe that I study a lot about the history of this is the history for mm -hmm. it uh, it's a history of the uh, campaigning against the psycho psychiatric repression mm. and this is a history that it was used for many many years psychiatric diagno diagnosis to uh, against the Anybody that was against the government or mm. against the you know, women. And still is in many countries. Yeah, right? yeah. And even here, like even but here, my case, right. in some, somehow, you know, we yeah. had the in America in the 60s, like we had many cases. And I did research about that. So mm. I am very keen on uh, campaigning against the psychiatric. Mm -hmm. Treatment. I don't call it even treatment. I call it torture. It's actually torturing. Uh, are you keen to campaign against the laws? Do you want the laws changed regarding involuntary detention? What 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 okay. things do you want to campaign? Laws. Law is part of it, but not only law. We mm -hmm. need to encourage uh, non-medication. Like you know, mm -hmm. uh, aren't there? People who do that in Melbourne, or is it very? They small? are, but the thing is, they're very expensive. Yeah. Oh, you mean you mean the the, the campaigning? Therapist. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the campaigning. There are few people, but they're very different people, and they're not really working together. It's mm. it's very hard, I think, because. 
people that experience uh, trauma and uh, lots of uh, things in their life and that mm. makes them you know that makes them uh, what they are you know this problem it's not a chemical imbalance as the doctor says it's more about the life experiences it's more about the you know mm. the things that happen to their life uh, so these people are very hard to bring organize together. bring yes. them together yes. you know so, that, so that's true so what are your plans for the future for the next few years I uh, finished my study mm-hmm. and... Uh, so are you doing a therapy course now? Yes, yes. Good, yeah. right. And where are you doing that? Through where? Uh, it's an uh, it's, uh, uh, online course. Online course, right. The, so you're yeah. going to finish your studies and what do you hope to achieve after that? Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping that uh, I continue my art as well as uh, like have some more uh, serious, like hopefully mm. oil painting. Have you had an exhibition? Yes, I had one, yeah. When was uh, that? It was in 2008. It was in uh, mm. uh, Ligon Street. Um, oh, beautiful. Uh, a step on my Oh, it's all right. Uh, oh, don't worry about it. It's just, just a phone call. Don't worry about um, it. Puya, don't worry about it. Right. It's, it's all right. Okay, Remember, so we're real. They're mechanical. They can ring later. <laughs> Otherwise, no, I, I'll break it. Actually, I'm a very pleasant person usually, right. Puyo, but you've now crossed the boundary. Remember those okay. police? Yeah, Remember right. those police? <laughs> they, they, they're nothing compared to me, all right? Well, we'll be finished in about two minutes. Oh, so don't worry about it. It's fine. It's uh, 4.56. This is Radical Australia. We're wrapping up. We're uh, interviewing Mr. Puya Kazemi, and uh, we will be finishing. Now, any, do you have any last words for our listeners? My last word would be, yeah, um, I'm actually, I want to talk to people that, especially talk to people that are diagnosed to any kind of uh, mental health problem. And because of this diagnosis and because of the way that uh, they are treated, I feel that they're not, it's not helping them and it's even making them more sick. So I want to tell them to be strong and... uh, uh, just rely on yourself, rely on your power, and but at the same time, do something for yourself. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's gonna be very hard, but uh, and yeah, and campaign for your right too, and try to get in touch with other people that campaigning. Mm-hmm. At the same time, do something. Do, do you have a website if people can contact you on? No, not yet. Not I yet. was actually thinking about making a website. I think I think it's a very good idea. If you want to campaign in this area, right. it's a good way to make contacts. But look, I'd like to thank you very much for sharing your life you're with welcome. our listeners. Thank uh, you. You've been, you've been an exceptionally uh, interesting person to interview. Thank you. And, uh, Except I don't do oil. <laughs> yes, I exactly. You'll do oil. And oil please, uh, we, <laughs> Dale and I want an invitation to your next exhibition, and we may even open that for you. Definitely. Free of charge. <laughs> Definitely, yes. yes. And if I knew I could actually present you with, you know, I'll give you one of my books. Oh, that's very kind of you. We can do that. We'll do that. Well, take it out of your bag. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'll be wonderful. Well, thank you very much. It's a pleasure talking to you. Uh, we wish you all the best in Australia for the next 40 years. Thank you. It's a privilege to have you in this country, and it's not often that we do get refugees who continue to work for refugees. And uh, congratulations, and thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for having All me. the best.
could see no way to keep my body still. When you heard the call, you left me on my own. I could see no reason to find my way back home.